0: Plus minus. Dang, dang. Oh, what a Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit. Plus minus. That is a word right there. What'd you say? Plus minus. Yeah, like like Marcus Thompson. Marcus always tells the truth. Plus minus. The only thing that I would say to Ethan Strauss is that he's a pretty damn good reporter. Um he's well plus minus. I think he got the highest plus minus in a season in NBA this Welcome back, wheres plus minus is in the building. We are all in a bubble. It is Tim Kawakami, the boss, Anthony Slater, and Ethan Strauss. I don't like the air in this bubble, y'all. I want to be free. Separated th- bubbles. Separated bubbles. I don't think bubbles. it's going away.
1: Oh. You Kyrie, you're saying you're, you're saying you're going to be the dissident here. You're pulling away. It's yeah, not I'm, safe yeah. For you. Me and
0: Kyrie, baby, let's go. Yep. I put that we're, together.
1: That's good. Good. We're with big, it.
0: big game players, both of you. Obviously, the talk around the nba is you know whether the players should play they're discussing amongst themselves dwight howard and Kyrie irvin are leading the rebellion this is interesting i know ethan is of the mind that this may not
2: happen ethan i always try to look a couple weeks ahead and hey it's hard to predict uh, to predict the future much less pronounce it apparently and so you could be wrong but In my experience, watching how this story has played out, it doesn't take a lot to knock down a few dominoes that knock down bigger dominoes. And right now, today, in Florida, they had a one-day increase of 2,783 coronavirus cases. There seems to be a spike happening in the state where the bubble is. You could say, hey, that's why we have the bubble. We have the bubble to be separated out from the rest of Florida and what they're going through. But it makes travel difficult. It raises certain security concerns. Politicians tend to get involved as this happens. And if this keeps spiking, if this keeps rising, you game it out, I don't know, a couple weeks from now, two weeks, three weeks. I think it becomes untenable at a certain point, even with all the money involved, even with everybody wanting to do it. And there are fractures within the players union, apparently. So there isn't even a united front there. I wish pessimism was not validated so often when it comes to this story, but it just seems to get validated again and again and oh, no, again. Say so it the way you
1: said it before the show, Ethan.
2: Say oh, it the no, way you no, said it no, no, the no, 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 no. I don't want everybody knowing what a jerk I, <laughs> I am. wish I wish I... my genius wasn't <laughs> always so
1: proven out every
2: single time. Hey, something hey, like that, that wasn't the exact
0: quote. That I don't know what, what makes you think Florida is going to shut down. They were literally like, yeah, bring on all the corona you can handle. Come
3: I here. would say, and maybe Ethan knows the numbers, but to me, the big number I've discovered through this is hospitalizations. When hospitals start to get overwhelmed, it really becomes a major issue. And again, I, Ethan, I don't know how much studying you've done on it, but if they're nearing capacity, um, particularly no, in the Orlando, particularly in the Orlando area that could
2: be a problem because you can't ignore hospitalization. So you can kind of somewhat ignore cases, but not hospitalization. Well, the, here's a question I hadn't even thought about, but what happens if a player suffers a serious injury and the hospitals are overcrowded? I'm sure they've thought about these things, but is that something perhaps to think about? Yeah, I mean, I understand and agree with all that. I'm not,
1: you know, as pessimistic as Ethan, but... I'm not uh, pessimistic. I'm the opposite of Ethan. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, if the numbers spike anywhere... It's un- unforeseeable. You know, Anything was unforeseeable on March 10. The whole world was unforeseeable that followed. Uh, so yes, uh, I don't Most know. Stradamus Strauss it.
3: did tell yes, me about four days before the NBA canceled <laughs> that the NBA was going to cancel. Okay, so. we don't need enough
2: more pam- pampering. <laughs> Strauss-Stradamus. Strauss-Stradamus. Yeah,
1: enough, enough of that.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, for the record, for the record, for the record, I could easily be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. I want a tournament. I want basketball.
1: Just being practical, I think the numbers would have to really, really be dramatically spiked. And that's possible. But I think there's a determination to play this out. There just is. They can tell. I mean, and maybe it's the wrong decision, but they would feel maybe they tighten up the protocols even more. You know, there was that wobble about whether the Disney employees would be in a quarantine and, and seems like most of them will not. But maybe you tighten that up some and I think they're going to play this. I think they're just a determination to play this and they might start it and then have to stop. I'm not saying that won't happen, but I think they are going to start this thing and they're going to see. They're watching the Bundesliga go on. They're watching golf restart. They're watching NASCAR restart. They're watching MLB, you know, flame broil itself. They're going to go. I think they're going to go with this and they're going to try to tighten up the protocols. We'll see how if, if they really can keep everybody quarantined or if there's going to be people wandering off and if they're caught, what do they do? But I think they're going to play this. I just think there's too much committed to this emotionally, financially, you know, the whole thing. And I think they're going to start this and I think they're going to get into it fairly heavily. And secondarily,
0: like if we are headed back to another shutdown, right, if these cases are spiking and everything is closed, doesn't that increase the incentive for them to play? That only puts them in an environment where they need to play. Why
1: would everywhere else shut down around the bubble stop them from playing? That's the idea of the bubble. I mean, again, it doesn't mean it's foolproof. It doesn't mean that, that there can't be infections in there. There can't be a wave in there. But, yeah, I think the idea is, of course, you want the numbers down everywhere, especially in the general area where you're located. But they want to try this to see if they can keep things You know clean in their bubble or limit it as quickly as possible and have medical procedures but yeah will they have their own doctors on site i presume they will will they be you know all those things i presume they will when they're separating players who test positive they stay somewhere else in the hotel do they go to a hospital i don't know these things but i think they are just set saying okay in this bubble in this world that we are now creating for ourselves we're going to give it a go
3: yeah, I think the the money bought, what Bobby Marks I believe put out was like one they're trying to save 1.2 million in uh player salary like 2 billion billion right? billion, billion, two, billion yeah point 1. two billion, uh in player salary 2 billion in league revenue and then the idea that if this does not happen the force majeure likely gets enacted in the CBA and then we're talking about, you know, I don't know if it would lead to a strike but we're talking about some pretty tense negotiations for a league in financial turmoil while trying to figure out how to divide up a much smaller pie like there is just so much financially on the line for every single person
0: the state of the league for the next minimum five years is on the line right now
2: but here's the flaw in thinking this way i think because i agree with you that the will within the league will be in favor of getting this done. The financial incentives are extreme. Of course they wanna get this done. What if Ron DeSantis loses his nerve? You know, like the NBA doesn't run this show. When this goes down, the government runs the show. Right now, Ron DeSantis is, I think, in favor of the phase two reopening um, and pretty friendly. You telling me Disney doesn't run the show? Well, I don't want to I mean, go down the political path, but during an
3: election year, w- what has led us to believe Ron DeSantis or the man who stands above Ron DeSantis, who directs Ron DeSantis in a lot of ways?
2: <laughs> to shut it down. Yeah, I, I would agree that he's not exactly At Gavin Newsom. At the expense of Disney, by the way. No, They're no, going to no. tell I, I, Disney. no. Yeah, I happen. would agree that he's not Gavin Newsom on this issue, but... If the cases spike to a certain degree and you do have the hospital overflow, then, yeah, it becomes a situation where the government steps in potentially. So, hey, I want this to happen. I hope it happens. It would be great, I think, if it can happen safely. I'm rooting to have the pessimism uh, proven wrong. But just watching the cases spike, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. That's all I'm saying. It's not just in
3: Florida either. And, we, you yeah. know, and the it's thought was maybe California. Arizona, uh, Arizona sounds like the hot spot,
2: which makes travel harder in general, by the way. I mean, that's that's you know, you raise the difficulty level there. I just think that's a that's a main point that I like to drive home and watching how this is played out. It's the NBA doesn't run the show to the extent that we sometimes think it does, where. They are giving themselves this giant pat on the back for being so the no, first no, no, no. We're not down. gonna let
0: Ethan have this both ways. We're not gonna let Ethan have this both ways. Wait, 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 wait which way? No, which no because when, when when they were talking about shutting down, it was all on them to shut down the league, right? It was all on them. They had it, it was their power, right? When when it's well, all you began, clearly
2: have you, the can't, power, you can't, you can't clearly criticize the-
0: them on one end by saying, Oh, they gotta do it. and and then now the back end, they're not in full control. So how, how are they in full control? I see, at the zero, beginning?
2: I see zero inconsistency there. You have, the, you have the power to shut yourself down, and the government has the power to shut you down as well. Both things can happen.
0: No, they can't. Not in a vacuum. No, you can't. You can't do that. I'm just saying you agree with the earlier point that it wasn't an exclusive Adam Silver decision. Like, there were other people involved, other factors. And now you're saying there
2: are. Well, I don't even know which time frame we're talking about. I don't know we're talking Man, you about know now. exactly what I'm talking about. You know I don't exactly know which time about. frame that you're talking about. I'm saying the following. I'm saying the following, that the governmental power trumps the league's power, which isn't necessarily true in all cases, but we often talk about these things as though they run everything.
0: And here we go again. So back before the shutdown happened, the government was not saying shut down. Yes, they were. No, they yes. weren't.
2: They yes, they were. Didn't so they so, had Santa Clara the, County shut the had, San Jose Sharks no, down. No, no, did that happen? They shut, them, that, down. Yes, they shut happen? them down. Yes, they shut them down. They shut them down. Are yeah. you not listening? They
0: shut it. They didn't. They weren't like, hey, you should. shut They shut them down. They yeah. had the power
2: to shut them down, and they did. <laughs> I think we need to be on cable news, man. Like you we're, what we're here? The, <laughs> first take. <laughs> No, I gotta do the Steven. I gotta I gotta do I gotta do the skip Bayless thing where I do the pivot where I go, I thought the NBA was gonna have a season. <sighs> but then I saw the coronavirus spike. And now I think and then you just do that pivot. I gotta do that pivot. It's right, very right. important.
3: I wanna I wanna <laughs> pivot it a little bit. I wanna pivot the conversation a little bit. Because where I think Ethan's, at least at the very least, right is this is not gonna be a case where everything is fine in Florida. The cases have been beaten down. The climate has, you know, wiped it away and people can kind of go in and out of the bubble because whatever. Like clearly there's going to be a lot of coronavirus cases around the Disney World Resort. So that would make it very likely that the NBA is really going to have to be strict about this bubble. And that kind of as we move towards the players they seem to have two issues or three health is one but we've talked about that social justice stuff going on and then the fact that they really don't want to be locked in this bubble but they're gonna have to like where are you guys at on the concern from the player side of the social justice stuff and particularly the bubble stuff that we're talking about because there's i just don't see how they're going to be able to go in and out
1: yeah i think that's real i think all those issues are real i think they've obviously been voiced on these calls and, and privately They've been told that this like you can't go out of the bubble. You can't do it. And when it happens, like we saw early on in the Bundesliga when a coach did it, you have to say, okay, it doesn't matter if it's going to hurt the team. You're out for 10 days, two weeks. That's it. And, you know, if it's for the game four of the second round, that's too bad. And we'll see. You just have to know that. You have to warn them. You have to discuss it. And you can't have people getting – I mean, I think some of this is like there's a worry that, you know, if it's LeBron, let's just – because everything in this is LeBron, right? It's LeBron, 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 and everybody else. That's the way this is. Is LeBron and Chris Paul. LeBron and Pat and, Beverly. Come on. And Pat, Pat Beverly, and Chris Paul. It's like – yeah, it's the, team, it's the L.A. teams versus everybody because the L.A. teams think they're going to win it. And uh, that's – again, that's a practical – way of thinking but you know you don't want to see is if there's video of lebron we're just giving an example out and about outside of the bubble will the league actually say you're out for two weeks will that actually i think that's some of the worries about the other players Like, and then if it's the 12th man on denver's roster maybe that guy gets hit no matter what because we've we, we see that it's so easy to police people who don't have that kind of power so, and I didn't mean to, vo- you know, verge over to social commentary here, but it's got to be discussed. It's got to be on the table. Like This is what we're going to do and we will uphold it or else none of this matters. None of this works. None of this can be, can be played out. And then you go into it and then you see, and and maybe they can't do it. And maybe all these concerns are correct. Or maybe the social justice aspect is something that, that can't be completely digested and, and figured out in, in this world. But I think there's so much incentive practical and otherwise to get this going to play basketball games to make sure the cba doesn't get blown out to make sure these guys get paid to make sure the playoff games are on television i just think the force of this is going to make it happen it's what got it to this point anyway and i think the power unless there is a true revolt against lebron james and chris paul in the union which i don't think there's going to be i think there's some of it it's not a big enough i think they're going to start this up and then we'll see how it goes i can already see now where somebody gets the
0: coronavirus in the playoff series
1: and they're like oh he's so selfish he had to he had to leave he had to leave the bubble <laughs>
2: it's like lebron with the cramps in san Antonio.
1: <laughs> look at the criticism gobert got and there wasn't a you know a quarantine by the way look at that what if Gobert gets it? You know something. Well, he won't get it again. My bad. Uh, but yeah, it, Can Gobert leave the bubble? Is that allowed? Yeah, like, yeah is Gobert... Answer? Does, that, does it's he, kind of he anti-bodies? the antibodies? Yeah. Gobert's straight, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Donovan Mitchell, Jazz is set up for this thing. Durant, not that he's playing. Oh, yeah. I
2: need to start incorporating this into the gambling if, the, if oh, this happens. If oh, the jazz bring it back. A... Bring it back, <laughs> yeah, Ethan. Yeah. Bring it back. That, that there's a mar- some... market inefficiency right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which teams have the antibodies? You could withstand this. I mean, that's legit. I mean, we joke, but because I think more players have gotten it than we found out about. And
3: we might find out about a lot coming soon, right? Because they're bringing all these guys back in the next week or so to start, supposedly start training camps. I think like the twenty third or something like that, and they're supposed to really start testing every day. And you've seen college football teams brought guys back, in you know Alabama, Oklahoma State. Don't want to get too much into my Cowboys Oklahoma State, right now. Oklahoma State, uh, got State. Got things corona- are going really
1: well there, <laughs> Slater. By the way,
3: coronavirus. Oh, man, Mike, Mike, rough, rough, uh, rough day yesterday. He's, he's um, a friend of yours, isn't
1: he? You, 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 you I covered him. And, and I, candy, I have know, some kind of Mike Gundy out.
3: stories. You know, there's only about 10 people that live in Stillwater, so you kind of know these, everybody. These college football <laughs>
1: coaches
0: are done, yo. They're, they're, they're so toast.
1: Oh, man. To, not to yeah, slide this over to a crazy, crazy, but to wear a shirt with an OAN shirt in this moment in time, Slater, that's so stupid. Is that, is that Gundy? Like, it's that part of stupid? the culture.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's
3: number one. That is Mike Gundy. I mean, he's mullet. He loves uh What was the, gosh, I'm trying to remember the
2: former show.
3: He used to go hunt.
2: How many people have this channel? I mean, that's what I'm trying to find out. But I would
3: say it's two months ago. It's you headquartered
2: guys, you, in San Diego. Sorry. You, you guys long. probably oh, remember.
3: Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, you guys probably remember remember when Gandhi had some really questionable quotes about the coronavirus. Basically like, we're going to get our guys back May 1st, and we're going to get riding. Within that, he said, uh, and this was a couple of months ago before all the social justice stuff uh, really hit the fan. Uh, he was like, I, you know, I, I've been watching this new network, OAN. I love it. They really give it to you straight. It's nothing left, nothing right. Just down the center. They give you the news. And people in the Oklahoma State circle, or if people who follow, were like really critical of that quote. It was like, whoa, this is kind of a concerning quote. But it kind of got swept under the rug. I assume, I mean, look, this is just a guess. Maybe OAN sent him a shirt because it was like a good promo for them. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, yeah, he's rocking it while he's catching fish at uh, Lake Texoma. So, I'm not surprised he wore the shirt. It's ill time but did you see Dabo Sweeney had something very similar like oh, yeah. a week yeah. before
1: football matters yeah football Wait, matters, on the same which,
2: on the same yeah, channel yeah. no 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 he was no, wearing no, no, a shirt no.
1: that said like football matters which is at the the yeah the bastardization or echo however you want to call it of black lives matter uh, although other like the Trevor Lawrence said hey that shirt's been out for a while so you know who whatever it's it's, it's poor 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 decision making to to wear that shirt now but Football coaches, yeah, they're they're wild. They're just they're wild. College football coaches, also especially. just tone deaf. Yes, I mean they're just so they're, they're so in so much control, especially if you win. Yeah, it's the power. Uh, and, man, yeah, I don't you know just, how they're gonna change that rapid enough to
0: not. It's do up to these the athletes, type of man, I don't think
2: they're they're not gonna change it. They're not gonna change it. They're not gonna have to change once everything gets back to normal. If there's a vaccine, we're just probably. going to I move don't know, on. man. I think these players are like. They're
0: gonna start looking for black coaches. They're gonna start hunting. Marcus is right. My question would be, how is
3: Mike gunny gonna
0: recruit after this? Yes, you know, that's what I'm like, saying. like that's gonna done. be really tough. You have to be on message if you're gonna go sit in these black houses now, and that means you gotta kind of change your entire way of operating. Like, but that's-
2: how many people in America know what OAN even is? Or is well, it no more now? It doesn't matter now. though. The
0: player, like you literally have to sit in the in the house in somebody's hood with two black parents, and this is gonna be the conversation. <laughs> like it's just what it's gonna be. I would be surprised
1: if you're asking, yo, who you vote for, coach? <laughs> yeah, well, and and negative recruiting, by the way. I mean, that goes on. Oh, no on. question, no question. Yeah, and right? when well, they're, they're already, like, hey, anybody that's committed to Oklahoma State, did you see this? Do you know this about your coach? I'm surprised it doesn't. It probably does happen, you know, in, in both ways, both ways all the time. But, yeah, this is
2: going to be a front and center situation. I just don't see it. I think we're in a media hothouse atmosphere where we're aware of all these controversies. I think what's going to determine it is how nice are your facilities, how much do you win? Can you get me to the league? I mean, that's what, can you get me to the league?
1: But, I don't know. I don't know. It's up to the athletes. Yeah, though, it's but, up yeah. to
0: the athletes, and it's not like... It's either HBCU or deal with the Trump coach, right? This'll help a guy like Jim Harbaugh, right? Like <laughs> Harbaugh can can talk that talk. You know, he knows and Obama how to do it.
1: just just gave him a nod. Obama yeah, just That's what I'm saying. Him. Like yeah, so now yeah.
0: it's not like oh Oklahoma State or Clark Atlanta. It's like, yo, maybe I'll just go where the coach can can talk that talk. And I don't know if a lot of these coaches will be able to make that pivot like that.
3: Also, yesterday was a good example that, like, it wasn't a bunch of just media snowflakes going, Mike Gundy, how could you wear that shirt? It was his Heisman candidate running back who put it out there. It was his star receiver who retweeted that and said, yeah, we can't stand for this. It was his star defensive lineman. It was his best players who were mad about this. It wasn't just me and whoever and, you know, like tweeting, hey, he shouldn't wear that shirt. It was, you know, it was
1: the people who make Mike Gundy his money. But if it was yeah. Slater, that's pretty big too. Yeah, that'd be so, pretty big obviously. if it was Slater. That'd be pretty <laughs> well, big can if it let, was Let's switch well. this off of this. Obviously, we can get into this, but I was t- talking to Ethan a little bit about this yesterday, saying if the Warriors were in the restart, if they were and they were part of the discussion, is Steph's you know, Steph's been part of these calls, I'm sure, but not he's not gonna be in this, so it's hard for him to have much influence on this. But if the Warriors were involved, would you think it would have been a, a better conversations or easier? I, I just think it's so diffuse right now. It's LeBron and Chris Paul and everybody else. There's really no other like formative group, formative opinion here that, of a superstar because Giannis just doesn't have that right now. I think the Warriors Draymond. would help out. The, yeah, Draymond Yeah, it would help the conversation. Now, if Durant was healthy, I think that would be different. He's not. I just think the Warriors, and again, not trying to over-inflate what the Warriors mean, but, God, they, they're so important. Uh, Ratings-wise, we know this. They're so important in the conversation. And to have them out of it i think has kind of skewed oh, yeah. things entirely lebron entirely lebron and that messes i don't know up that they're the out of it out of it though well i mean they're not they're not in any constructive they're conversation. Not yeah yeah well you, yeah, you about, don't want to be I, doing i, I the know match. i
0: know i know one superstar is involved in the
1: conversation i know yeah that much. but but you know if he's not going to be in it it's it's but he's hard. not leading the conversation yeah, yeah. yeah. which is what makes kyrie's position work because he's not going to be in it either but
2: if you're if you're in a new environment and things are a little unsettled, you need the star power to carry you and you don't want to be doing the match with Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson and Trent Dilfer. You know, like you need you need a few wow. stars. <laughs> nice, to pull, come, nice pull there. You, <laughs> you, you need a few stars to really float the interest in. I thought he was going to go with Fertita.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I love saying Fertitta. It's just such a fun name to say. We've noticed. We've noticed. Yeah, yeah. It's about a guy who probably has an OAN shirt. But um, I, I just, you have LeBron. That's necessary. But, yes, they would be in a far better position if they had the Warriors there as one of the other characters in this whole um in this whole bubble adventure, it's a little hard. And could you imagine if the Lakers get eliminated early just because this is such a strange scenario? I mean, whoo. then LeBron's people would be
1: saying, Hey, wait a minute, this season didn't count. No stop, stop. We can stop it <laughs> yeah. right now. It's oh, all yes. over. Forget it. No season. We'll go on to next season. It'll be just fine. Yeah, at that Raptors, point it's summer league. Yeah. Have we heard have we heard from Kawhi on, on this? Nope. No. But I mean, do you expect to? Do you expect to I mean I, who knows we didn't hear from Kawhi during his free agency process i didn't expect to hear i mean again he could uh, show he doesn't he has really a have a voice this. yeah he, I, mean, he has a I, I bet
2: you Kawhi, without knowing this is guessing not reporting Kawhi is at george's george's of the cove in la jolla eating dinner going to various taco shops and chilling in rancho santa fe and just <laughs> not even just waiting for a phone call. Is okay. that near the, o- and be fine. near the OAN
1: headquarters, too? <laughs> yeah. Is that it's, it? right oh, the it's right that, across the street. It's right across the street. Everything's based in San Diego. It's scary to me now. I'm a little worried about this. Yeah. There's well, a, you know what? There's I don't tacos a... <laughs> and changing the world. <laughs> you know you can just tell how this is breaking down and you can tell the players who are having influence and i just am curious like well yeah what would you you would think's voice would matter i mean the number one, best record in the league and you know looking for a back-to-back mvp has has spoken up on some things somebody else can't speak up and you know that's the problem though you take you pull the warriors out of it and you lose like one third of the viable other candidates who, who would have some real heft in this conversation uh but i just think that there's enough grist to get this going to try to get a champion at the end of it and then we'll decide at the end of it if it was worth it if it's a worthy champion if all that we don't know we don't know how it's going to feel like once we get what what if you know it's the lakers and they just win straight through they just win sweep 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 lebron's a champion is that going to be credible I, I don't know it's it's, it's going to just have to be how it feels If he's killing Giannis in the finals, just like then, yeah, that'll. It's very.
2: I think it's very simple. If The Lakers win; they have such a massive fan base and are in a media center that history, narrative, yeah, yeah, history (laughs) will effectively be rewritten to make this a meaningful championship. If the Lakers do not win, we will remember it with a giant asterisk. What about if the Clippers win? (laughs) It'd be the ultimate, it'd be perfect Clippers championship. The idea that they would win a championship that nobody cared about. That not only is there an absence of a parade and there's nobody going down Figueroa, but there's just an absence of anything. It's a tree falling in the forest, not making a sound. That would be the perfect first Clipper championship. Or
3: Rockets. I feel like it could be, you know, the Rockets break through.
1: I mean, you know, although, you know, the, the Spurs were called, you know, Phil Jackson called, famously called it the asterisk season when the Spurs won in the lockout season. But I don't think people really, other than when I bring it up, because Phil said it, that people, I think they count that as one of the legitimate Spurs championships. It was a big one. And it was, you know, Tim Duncan's first we have three people on
2: the podcast who saw it happen. And we're, you yes, know, we're, we're not, in the building when it We didn't want to waste our time. I mean, we, <laughs> recognize the, we recognize what happened at Madison Square Garden is very important. Yes, we were there because we consecrated it. Our very presence <laughs> made it
1: historically important. <laughs> not uh, this other Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Avery Johnson stuff. None, <laughs> of, none of that.
2: None. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that one is validated in part because of the success the Spurs had afterwards. You know, if it was some... Yep goofy yep. situation where I don't know what team ends up winning the championship that year. Oh, if, if the Knicks have won, like they, you know, they come out of nowhere with it. Wasn't Van Gundy an interim coach that
1: year? And Sprewell I mean, they had the, the
2: goofiest, Tampa. most random run, but then again, you've got the New York media influence there, so maybe it would consecrate it to a degree, but yeah, that was a strange run for that team. That team very much overachieved in that, in that playoff run and wouldn't have even gotten out of the first round, but for Allen Houston's front rim off the backboard uh, runner in the elimination game, but I think that whatever happens going forward could validate it. You know, if the Milwaukee Bucks win this one and then they win the next four, then we will consider it five championships. It will be part of their, uh, it will be part of their ouvre or whatever. So that's part of it as well. I just think in the immediate aftermath of it, the way we're going to talk about it is if the Lakers win, we're going to lend more legitimacy to it than if any other team wins. Again, the cynicism is showing. Is there any
1: other team, but but the Lakers and Bucks were, it would be feel like a, a
2: credible championship the
1: raptors wouldn't even be interesting because yeah. they would be. yeah let's you know, think about that yeah the raptors would be interesting
2: they'd be interesting but we just wouldn't care as a country as the country below canada it,
1: they would be i just mean historically we would say wow the raptors went back to back and without and one of them without Kyrie." yeah the second one without Kyrie. It would oh did i would i say Kyrie? <laughs> well not that one K- Kawhi, kawaii And, you know, it could be some Nick Nurse grand, you know, like, oh, this is when Nick Nurse became the greatest coach of all time. That would be
2: the least climactic back-to-back champion, you know, championship, just in terms of narrative. You couldn't do a 30-for-30 like you could on the back-to-back championships won by the Bad Boy Pistons. It would be, uh... Yeah, two separate, yeah, they're they're like two separate things,
1: no question. I mean, I don't know, I'd
3: I'd watch a 30-for-30 on the year 2020, you know, if you just wrap the Raptors into winning the title, everything else that's going on. There's gonna
1: be mini documentaries on twenty twenty. Yeah, this and it's June, by the way. <laughs> so who knows what else is gonna happen this year. It's this is Oh, uh, whatever happens with this football season could uh, you know, yes be, be yes. quite what interesting. would the,
0: yeah, what would that be like if the players NBA players don't play and NFL players do.
1: Yeah, that's another reason why this the NFL is playing, right? The NFL is They're playing, playing, no question. And college football is likely playing in and, you know, whether some teams have to skip out or not for a week. That, I mean, I talked to David Shaw last week. He's like, basically, yeah, we kind of know. There might be some times where teams can't play, which was, to me, like a pretty amazing uh, concession or thought that a coach has already had. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? If we got four guys who get it, we're not have to play this week. So, but they're playing. They, I mean, they're already, those, like, I talk about, like, factoring in things. They've factored it in. NFL's playing. At, who knows with baseball, but
2: hockey's playing. And the NBA is, NBA is going to play. I enjoy the A's. I've written a few A's stories, but I'm by no means an expert on what's going on in baseball. Tim Marcus, what the hell's going on in baseball? What's going on? What's happening? Who cares? I think, I,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you see this Trevor Bauer tweet thread where he's basically saying, like, the owners want a shorter season so that basically Manfred's been... Uh, ordered to push this back a few weeks so that when they finally decide to play, that it's like really only going to be a 50 game season because I think it just saves the owners money.
1: Yeah, he's not the only one saying it. I mean, clearly the owners want a 52 to 55 game season if they're going to do true prorate or anything close to a prorated uh, players contracts. So like they they can't do that right. If if they do that right now, it's too it's not enough games. So the the, the theory is that they've come to this point. <coughs> they want to negotiate for another couple weeks and then that's where 50 games 52 54 slots right in there but they can't do it right now if they impose it now and the players file a grievance the arbitrator can say well why did you say 52 55 when you could easily play 74 right now so they need to get this biding time to get to that point before they throw down and say this is it. it is 52 games so the timing works for that the logic and doesn't mean that's for sure what's happening I think there is an avenue where certain faction of the owners might say, if we can do 70, let's do 70. But I think the hard line element, which again, I keep asking who is it, who is it? And I'm I'm always guessing it's the Angels, Artie Moreno, the Cubs, Tom Ricketts, and and the, and the Cardinals, uh Bill DeWitt, there's probably one or two others, are leading the way saying, you know, the they'd make their money on the playoffs, right? That's what they they are they're all in on this. So all they need is a playoffs, and they need just a little bit cameo appearance of the regular season. They feel like they pay the players too much for the regular season. They don't pay them for the playoffs. Just have the playoffs. Cut down what they owe to the players as much as possible. Cause in their minds they feel they pay them too much. And that's as I always say, that's their own fault for agreeing to these contracts. And I think they're most of them are profitable anyway, but they claim not to be. And so they're trying to cut down where they pay the players the most, which is the regular season. And they want to get maximize the postseason which is where the owners make the money that's what this weird little head head knocking is going on because a segment of the ownership which has sway right now wants to play as few games as possible because they want to pay the players as little as possible and then cash in on the playoffs i i don't think manfred survives this <laughs> i just don't think he survives this you know i, I mean again you can blame Manfred. He clearly has not been good at this, and the last week has been a disaster. To say, yeah, it's the rep, definitely it's a position. You know, we're definitely going to play one hundred percent going to play, and then three days later say, I'm not so sure we're going to play. I mean, no, I don't know. It, it, it's that that's a disaster, clearly. But this is run by the owners. I mean, no, no, no. Bird, you know, He's yeah, going yeah. to be the fall
0: guy, though. Yes. Like, oh yeah. I mean, they're setting the it.
1: This, but I don't know who they can bring in, and everyone goes, oh yeah, that's the guy. Oh, this this is the guy who's going to bring it out of them. I, I don't know. They're going to have to get through this. I think they're going to play. They're going to play this 52-54 game season. I think we've got another week to wait, another week and a half, which pisses me off because I had a good guest lined up, baseball-focused tomorrow for my show, and I don't think it's going to happen now. And they never think of me first, and I wish they did, but there's a group of owners that feel like the regular season is what they should limit. Again, you would think they'd want more games, not less. As I tweeted yesterday, if I got Mike Trout on my team, i probably want to have more Mike Trout games, not less. I want to have it maximize his prime years and not cut one off, but they there's a very strong it's clear there's a very strong feeling among a, the owners of who now have the power that they pay the players too much during the regular season, so let's cut down the regular season and then therefore cut down their salaries.
3: Would a 50-game baseball regular season be the greatest sprint we've ever seen in baseball or the most just inconsequential like baseball purists or will probably just want to throw this yeah radio i mean they already well, they're gonna the yeah game. it's just
0: done this won't even count towards the stats probably they'll probably get that out of there but like
3: if the games are played like with vigor and people actually care it would be it kind of would be what baseball is always missing right like wow this game's big wow this August, big, after yeah.
0: after the trade deadline through the end of the season that's it'd be like
1: it's like there. everybody's yeah. in a panic race there you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah August that would, 1. That would be everybody's in the pennant race. But some of it is going to be weird cuz then some weird team's going to go on a, you know, an 8-game winning streak and they're it's in already. Pittsburgh Pirates so baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're in. You're already in if you go on 8-game winning streak. Remember the Giants were so incredible in July last year? was it July? Or whatever what month it was. Yeah, this feels Maybe, like a Giants yeah. dream. And, yeah, run. you just all, yeah, all of a sudden. then you're in. You're in. You're in. you're in the playoffs because you've gone on this one hot run which normally would not sustain And that's not baseball, but that's the way it's going to be, and it's going to be different. I think, yeah, I'm gonna. Each game is more important, but it's also like, wait a minute, this game's important. Like it should be these other, you know, weeks and weeks of baseball, not this one game. But that's what they're gonna have, and I, 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 yeah, they're gonna play because they, the owners need that playoff TV. This is so much of what we discussed about for every single thing. There's only one season that the regular season really matters, right? There's only one. Season where the the owners make a ton of money. That's the NFL, and that's the one that's what's going for sure. Going for absolutely sure. Well, I think they're going to play this baseball season. It's going to be bitter. It, it, everyone's going to hate each other. They're going to play next season because it's the one that's last one to CBA, and then there might not be a 2022. There might not be baseball for like a. They might have to shut it down for a season. It's going to be bloody. What What if
0: the outcome of this pandemic is shorter seasons for all of these sports?
2: Well, that would be. Um, well it depends on the sport. I think football you don't want it any shorter. Yeah, football but is probably basketball fine, has but... needed it for a while. I mean, basketball has had this problem where I don't know many people who think that I know people who want it the way it is and I know people who want it shorter, but I don't any I don't know anybody who wants more games. And that's a pretty good indication that it should be shorter. The problem with that though is then the owners are gonna want to cut the player
1: salaries. Uh, to reflect that and the players will again because the players make their money in the regular season not not in the postseason that that's the that's the squeeze there it is like the owners will the owners will drop the number of games if they can drop the players salaries correspondingly and maybe even more and that's going to be really tough to but do.
0: wouldn't they make more money off the
1: regular season games if it's fewer like you can raise TV deal rights they are paying the players still that money. That's the problem: is they're paying the player. That the their main cost is the players. So if they drop the number of games, they have that less amount of revenue to pay the players the salary. So they'll. But they can also the raise
0: everything else because they will be effectively lower in supply, accru- creating, in, more in yeah, creating more demand. Bl- yeah, they don't.
1: They don't believe that. That's not the. That's not their stance on this at all. Uh, although I would agree with that for the for the for basketball for sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the, you drop basketball seventy four. Yeah, you drop drop 70, basketball seventy four games, uh, it becomes a much more sellers market. But
2: basketball you know, that's is pennywise, pennywise pound foolish with its season right now, where it's this idea of you're giving up money if you reduce games. I think what you're doing is you're increasing risk that can increase reward. I mean, the NFL makes the most money with the fewest games. This idea that more games equals more money, I just don't, I don't see that validated i understand the concern from the owners and players perspective that there's a risk that if you cut games and if the ratings don't go up and the tv revenue doesn't go up then you just you did give away money but i think we've seen it we've seen a natural experiment play out the lockout season is the highest rated nba season since michael jordan that's a fact that's a fact the 2011 lockout season where the nba was beset by bad PR, had no run-up to promote their season, had to do the slapdash, start it in December, um, kind of a goofy season overall, that is the highest-rated season since Jordan. So we already have evidence to suggest that fewer games whets the appetite of the public more so and brings rewards. So, I yeah, maybe they could arrive at it somehow. It's difficult, though, because I also think that the NBA is in a weird position where the amount of money in the league isn't commensurate with the amount of interest in the league. And so they might be in for a rude awakening at the end of this whole thing and a big readjustment.
3: I was going to say, they could shorten next season as like a test run where it's not like, hey, this is a permanent thing. But yeah, well, it sounds like they're going to try to do 82 just because they're going to be in like money recoup mode uh, if they can even have next season or at least have fans in the arena. But although, I'm just saying although
1: aren't there uh, yeah, I think there's a big question about that too, by the way. Yeah, there's oh yes there's season.
3: a big question about that.
1: There are owners
0: who are adamant that they need fans <laughs> in the season yep. next season. So that, that's you gonna mean gonna be two empty story. years
3: of Chase Center wouldn't be
0: good for the Warriors?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: bring it outside. Make it like uh I wanna it'll be like it'll be like above the rim or white man can't jump, just outside outside postseason for the NBA. Hey, I covered it I
0: covered an outside basketball game before. Indian Wales. The Warriors preseason game. I'm with that. I it
2: remember that it didn't go well. Mark-a-line. Nobody could hit a shot.
0: <laughs> it was terrible. Awful. I
3: just think like this little sliver of the conversation kind of points forward to it. I just, I think we're all too easily underrating the financial ramifications of all this for the Warriors. When we, I think too simply, and I don't mean, I just mean like the entire Warrior sphere of people seems to too easily be assuming they're just gonna spend because they're gonna spend when it's like this is so unprecedented what is happening financially right now and they're so pot committed to so much money to just four guys the idea that you know they're just gonna spend huge this offseason when we don't for we don't know the cba we don't know the salary cap we don't know if there'll be fans in chase center in the year 2021 just the idea that it's just going to like, yeah again here kelly olenic here you know we'll take your 60 million dollar contract and play an, an extra 50 in tax like i don't know where this is going roster wise for the worst and they can't really know till the cba is figured out till the playoffs are figured out all that but i just think there's a larger percentage chance than many believe that they just can't spend like we thought they could
1: yeah, I, I don't think, yeah, Linux is, is a great line to put, because I don't think it's going to be Kelly Linux and I don't think, I, I've thought for a little while, I don't think it's going to be much above like an $8 million, kind of a mid-level thing, uh, because if you just look at the tax implications, even before the pandemic, it was going to be tough with as much money as they got committed. I am still of the belief, though, that I don't think the luxury tax line is gonna dr- just going to plummet. I just don't, I think they're going to hold the line on as much as they p- can, because you are screwing every team that signed a player to a long-term contract if you do this, because they all factored in these contracts thinking that the salary cap is going to be X. And if it's X minus 50, they're in trouble. Every single one of them. And that's most of the teams in the league. There's not that many who are going to be under next season, even based on the projections they had before the pandemic. I just, I mean, it might go down a little. I don't think it's going to crash. They can't do it. It's arbitrary anyway. Like, they just. Well, they're basing it on on the previous year. They're basing it on the previous year. But I'm saying they could just say no tax this year yeah like they, i mean they, they could, could do, do something or that yeah they could do something where the tax lines are the dollar the, the penalties are different they could do something something where i just did because if they do it this way nobody is going to get the kind of money they thought they were going to get and that's i mean again hey they didn't do it for the, the explosion of the bubble and so guys got more than they thought they were going to get so you can work it both ways but if there's a crash you're going to see guys who are really good, signed for incredibly paltry numbers. And that's not fair versus the guys who signed last year. It's not fair. It's not fair for the union to reward one set of players and and have the next set of players get screwed. I just can't see them doing that. What if Joe
3: Lacob knows there is not going to be fans in Chase Center for at least the first few months next season? But what if they're like, look, we're just not going to be able to have fans? You know, if there's a huge spike and they're just like, there's just not going to be fans in arenas next year. How do you think that? you know, enters
0: the equation
3: of, of him deciding this. Cause I, you know, Larry Ellison buys line the
2: line. team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, a part of me does feel like, especially if they figure out the luxury tax thing that Joe Laker will say, yes, what's 17 million when I'm, you know, <laughs> where we're losing 300. Right. Like I, I think he might be of the mindset where it's like, okay, he might see that as not enough of a savings to make an impact
1: or look at it this way they're also looking to be incredibly marketable into the future and if you have the moment where there is a market massive market inefficiency which is nobody's going to bid on anybody and you have this one window and again they're not losing money they're just not making the money they thought they were going to make uh, i want to be clear about that they're not losing money they are not Going to make how much they thought they were going to make because they have all this money from the from the front piece Yeah, but that feels like feel losing. Like, to it this. does feel like <laughs> losing money, I, and I'm not disputing some of you know. again, they've got the debt service. They got there's issues, no question. There's financial issues with them. They're not getting concerts. I agree with all that. I'm saying if you want to be the warriors the way they're thought of now, or at least they were the last five years, how do you prolong that? You try to take advantage of a moment, and this might be that moment. You take the hit now and say get something that you didn't think you're going to be able to get and spend it. And so it costs you $30 million or whatever it costs you this year and, and into the future. And you guarantee that you're going to be a marketable team beyond the career spans of Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and, and Clay Thompson. Maybe that's when you do it.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And and that 30 million
1: costs is nothing when you're thinking of 500 million, right? Like When you are rich, that's where the opportunity is when you can just say, Hey, 30 million on top of whatever else we can take this hit. If we believe we're gonna make it back in the future. If you're the Warriors and you have a chance for an amnesty contract, do you think about it with the power forward?
3: Not if you re- if we're talking about like trying to maximize next year, r- regardless of what you think about his four year, $100 million deal, him being on the team versus him just being cut from the team makes you
1: a very much a worse team. I totally agree. I just wonder like if they got a chance to get to turn that around and use that money on somebody else, would they do it? But
3: they can't really do that because it's the cap, you know, particularly where the cap's going. Like, you could, you cut him and
1: you're still over the cap. Yeah, but then you can use the... No, I'm saying then you can use the 17.2.
2: But if we were in Force major world, then there are a ton of... Then even who knows at that point. If the it's Force major over... world, like, we're really talking
3: about a very yeah, different
0: situation. We might not be talking about a 2021 season. Either. But I'm thinking if there is something like an amnesty... Instead of, like, dumping Draymond, that might be the chance to get the dude who... Gets amnestied? Yeah, yeah, get somebody who... Or, or maybe in this climate where, you know, there's a team that's hurting and they have to sever ties with a really good Well, that's where the 17.2 so really yeah, helps. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I and in that situation, I can see them saying, like, yeah, what's, what's 17 million, right? We are... We well, need th- that's where their seventeen
1: point two can work like an amnesty Absolutely. without being an amnesty. No it's not no an amnesty. Question. It's like we will use this on that player. You don't want to count on your cap anymore. And you know maybe it's a lot better than some of the players we've been tossing out. there maybe some team just is up against it. Not saying it's going to be Bradley Beal, but I'm saying that you know close to that level of player, we went whoa that guy's available. Sons that's are just where like, here's I,
3: Kelly Oubre, whatever here.
1: Yeah, exactly, and then that's where. You know the financial might of the Warriors, which I still believe exists and could exist again in you know in unprecedented ways. Again, we're talking about unprecedented amount of money that they made last season or this season or whatever season we're in, and could make in all future seasons that are not uh, pandemic related. This is where you use the might. This is when you, when Joe Lacob talks about I put the money back into the team. This is how you do it. When the when the rest of the league is frozen and scared and trying to get out of money, you say, "Okay, we're not going to go crazy, but we're not going to act like we're in trouble here. We're going to act like we'll buy low on something." Yeah, I guess we're going to be as aggressive as we can be and and guarantee ourselves a trip into you know the finals into some future years. This is how you do it. And then Ethan's going to write the piece about how they swindled. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Do you think that if cuz like part of Joe Lacob's motivation for all this is he loves not only creating the team but then putting it on stage for all of the, you know people to come to Chase Center and look I'm presenting my beautiful product for everyone. Do you think Joe Lacob's motivation to spend historically on this team goes way down if he knows I can't present it to anyone in the arena, you know? Yeah,
2: the whole point is showing all those business school alums look what I've accomplished read it and weep. I mean that's that's the whole point. That's the motivation of it all. I I believe that that yeah, the motivation does ebb a little bit. It does become a bit of what's even the point. But that's again, if you look at it is that once it so it's one season, do you change your
1: behavior for one season or do you say let's take advantage of everyone else who's has to do this for one season and and I set myself up for year 2, year 3, year 4, year 5, year 6. You know, I, maybe it, I might write this. By the way, I'm tipping my hand here, but I'm talking myself into it. This is the time to, to flex your financial. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is the time to, to say you. We, they they took in six hundred million dollars, whatever they did this season doesn't mean it's profit, but they took in six hundred million dollars. Well, okay, turn that around, and if you are truly about competing, which I believe that he is, he's proven that, then this is the time to really do it. It's like okay. Some team wants to get get away from somebody really good. We'll go fly into the tax. We'll go over three hundred million dollar total payroll next season when no one else is going to be even close. Because this is how we ensure being good, not just next season, but the season after that, and the season after that. I'm going with that. I'm I'm, I'm now I've convinced myself. Well, we're
3: late today, Tim. You can
1: write it up. I'm <laughs> yeah, I can <not> write <laughs> it today. But at some point soon.
0: Thanks ah, for reminding yeah, me. Boy. By the way, <laughs> I'm with it. All right. Well. That's a great way to end this episode of Words Plus Minus. So TK can go write his column that we inspired. We should get we should get credit at the bottom of it, say. Oh yes. Little, Men- little mental,
3: shared mental byline, shared byline. byline.
1: <laughs> yeah, give us some. Let's, give us some of the credit. Just at the bottom in a When I start getting angry texts, I'm gonna have give, just send them to YouTube. Nah, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get them now too, though. So we get
0: good. Good, good. <laughs> All right, until next week. We're out of here.